When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Good morning. It's Tuesday, 6th of February. You're on breakfast with Michael Carianis and James Magnuson this morning here on SEN 1170 AM. Six more sleeps till the big boys are back. Vossi and Brandy, six sleeps away. Get excited, fam. And for the first time, uh, first hour, we welcome you listening on SENQ 693 up there in Brisbane. Patton Hills will be with you from 6 a.m. If you're listening anywhere across the SEN network, good morning to you. Now, huge news we just heard from Vanessa. This is going to be the lead story of the day all around the world. King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. MC, that was a little bit of a shock to wake up to this morning. Yeah. Nearly just got there. Good morning, Missile. Yeah, he's waited a long time to um, take realm or, or take hold of the, the throne. But yes, um, that, that news just before we came on air that King Charles um, has cancer. They haven't disclosed exactly what type of of cancer it is yet obviously when a underwent a procedure around christmas uh for his prostate but they said it's not related to that yeah they're stressing that it's not prostate cancer we don't know what type of cancer it is uh thoughts and prayers with our king uh lots of other news mc this morning uh rugby league legend on today brad fitler i'm excited for this one speaking of kings yes Yes, Brad. The New South Wales King, Freddie Fitler, on this morning. So he's on his annual tour to regional areas. Is this the motorbike tour he does? Yeah, yeah. Is this yeah. a little bit early this year? Um, I'm not sure. We have to ask him. I thought usually it was more like in, rug- in rugby league season with the ex-players, all that sort of jazz. Very excited to get Freddie on. Uh, Dr. Justin Coulson, uh, he's coming in to talk to us about junior rugby league, uh, getting rid of grand finals, getting rid of some of the, the competition mm. for those younger children. Um, he's going to talk to us about the effects that will have on those budding sports stars and how it may affect their, their development in sport. Uh, this is an interesting story that came across your desk, MC. Um, not sure what your Google search history was for this one, but the Gold Coast wants to ban the G-string on the beach. I was outraged. I thought this would be right up your alley, Miss Owen. I wasn't wrong. Yeah, so it looks like, uh, well, there's a push from one lone individual, so I can't say it's a oh, state. So it's not the whole Gold Coast. It's not, I'm tipping it's not the whole Gold Coast, particularly around schoolies time, um, to ban the G-string. It's not offensive, isn't it? No. Does it offend you when you're striding your stuff on the Bondi shores? No, I don't wear my G-string to the beach. <laughs> um, I keep that for around the house. <laughs> no, it's pretty popular in the AMC. It seems to be, as time has gone... The amount of material mm. in the swimsuit has decreased. Yes, that is true. Where we're left now with 
there's not much coverage left, mm. to be honest. But I'm a fan. Mm. Doesn't doesn't it upset me. It definitely does not worry me. No. But uh, to that man up on the Gold Coast is petitioning. So he's gone to the Gold Coast, the mayor of the Gold Coast. He said he wants it banned. Grow up. Mm. Grow up. If you feel uncomfortable, that's on you. Yeah, it's a you problem. You've got some private sexual frustration that you need to get out of your system. Don't be banning the G-string. We're big fans here on the, on the summer breakfast show. Uh, all right. Dogs on public transport. Talk to me about this one, MC. Well, we both love our dogs. We love right? our dogs. We, we do We do love our dogs, and my dog's definitely part of my life. And, you know, if we're going out for breakfast and the like, I don't take him to a place where I can't take the dog. Yeah. Um, so we have the bub and my wife and the dog all, yep. all come to, together. We try and, you know, it's a little bit harder for, for dinner and stuff. But if we're yeah. going out for, for lunch or, or breakfast, we, we definitely make sure that we can go to a place um, – that is dog friendly. Obviously, there's lots of pubs around the inner west that are, are, are dog mm. friendly uh, as well. But there was a, uh, a story doing the rounds in the last 24 hours where regarding a push or the potential to have dogs on public transport. Um, it's allowed in Europe, South America, and, and New Zealand. Um, but it was the transport secretary, Josh Murray, who said that they were looking into the potential for allowing dogs on public transport. Okay. It is an interesting one because there's obviously dog people or pet people. Yeah. Um, and there's people that don't want a dog, a random dog licking them. So I, I can understand that. Where do you sit on dogs on, on public transport? Good question. I mean, my dog I don't have a problem yeah. with because he's pretty well trained and behaved. But if you've got like a pit bull champing yeah. at the bit yeah. on a on a public transport yeah. and a three-year-old kid walking down the aisle, I can see the issues with it. Funnily enough, in America, I think it must have to be like a, some sort of support dog. You mm. know, when people say, oh, I rely on my dog or whatever. Yep. So I was sitting on a plane once and in front of me on the seat, sitting up on the seat, was a full-size poodle. Yeah. And a full-size poodle, for those that don't know, is pretty much about the size of a greyhound, mm. a full-size poodle. And this thing was perched up with the haircut and everything on the seat in front of me. And the lady must have bought it a plane ticket. But on in America, you're allowed to bring them on domestic mm. flights. Yeah. So that was a little bit Do of a spin Do they have out. to be support dogs in America? I think you could just take I'm them. Not, I'm, I'm not pretty sure. sure in America, I've seen enough of them now where, like, poodle's not a support dog. Well, it could support you. Depends what your issues are. You might not like G-strings at the beach, so you get yourself <laughs> get, a poodle. Get yourself a poodle to look at. <laughs> was it wearing undies, like a dog, dog nappy? No, um, but yeah, it, it, it was just perched up there on the seat, sat there for the full flight. I think I was going from somewhere like Dallas to LA or mm. something like that, and I didn't have a problem with it. No, but you're a dog person. It was quite comical, to be honest. Yeah. I, I'd have no issue, but it. you're right. Like, where, what's the cutoff? As you said, you know, if you've got a pit bull on, on a train, that wouldn't make anyone comfortable whatsoever. And then maybe they all need to wear a muzzle. Yeah. If, if yeah, they're that's on, fair. If they're on a, it doesn't matter the size of the dog. doesn't matter the breed of the dog. Um, if you do have your, your dog on, on public transport, just to try and mitigate some potential dramas. The problem is public transport, transport could go down the gurgler really quick if you've got dogs, for lack of a better term, pissing and shitting on yeah. trains. Yeah. 
planes and automobiles. Yeah, that's not ideal. That could get rough. That's not ideal. Hey, call us or text us throughout the show. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have a chat to us. 0457-736-736. Give us a text. Andrew from Brisbane has called through. He wants to talk about dogs on public transport. Morning, Andrew. Oh. Morning, gentlemen. Uh, not just public transport, good restaurants, planes, whatever. Keep your dogs at home. <laughs> you're doing it if you can't do it without your dogs for an hour. Oh, uh, I, feel, I feel slack leaving my dog at home, Andrew. What have you got to do? Why? What's wrong with it? It's a dog. It's not a, it's not a human. It's all, part of, it's, it's all part of my life, my dog. I, I feel, as I said, if when we go out, for, obviously we only sit outdoors. Um, if there's a place to, to go for, for breakfast in our area, um, I take the dog. And if I can't take the dog, I don't go there. You know, when I was when I was living in Balmain, most of the pubs you could bring your dog yeah, in inside. The, yeah, in the inner west, there's so many places where you can take the dog inside. Yeah. For sure. Would you ever take your dog to the pub? Andrew, Andrew? Does, Andrew do you have a dog? Yeah, mate. Yep. Oh, what's, what sort of dog you got? It's a bitter. It's a bitter, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I believe you, you get uh, more longevity out of uh, non-pure bread. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, thanks for your call, Andrew. I'm sure your sentiment is going to be echoed by many. I just did a quick Google MC. 40% of Australian households own uh, at least one dog. Mm. So 40%. So this is probably going to split 60-40 against, yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. And I'd like to know the weirdest place you've taken your dog. Like, Weirdest place I've taken my dog. Or, or people in, in general, where have, uh, have they taken their dog? Yeah, um, 0457 736 736. Where's the weirdest place you've taken when your we dog? When we look, if we're, we're travelling interstate or whatever, I look for Airbnb, whatever the case may be, that's pet friendly. Yeah. Um, We've gone more dog sitter of recent. I've had you. You've had because to, we don't like traveling, particularly if we're flying. I, no, I don't of like course. taking my dog yeah. on a flight. No, no. Yeah, I've never taken the dog on the plane. But I'm saying if we're uh, if we're staying somewhere that's in a driving distance, then I'll drive and, and find somewhere where I can take the dog. Hey, we've talked this morning, G-strings, dogs on transport. Mm. I just want to keep a little bit pop culture as, yep. as we keep going. Schooner prices going up, yeah. fuel prices going up, yeah. biannual tax rises. Surely there's other things we can tax than two of our most important commodities particularly for our demographic here on SEN, schooners and fuel. Mm. Come on, find something what else. Would you, what would you like to tax? How about boat fuel? <laughs> or how about like... That was so random. How about the tax on private jets? Or, I don't know, something that doesn't affect us in everyday <laughs> life. Yeah, that's fair. Sco schooners, so there's a problem at the moment, um, MC. I saw the other day one of the big... One of the biggest uh, independent brewers here in Sydney, Wayward Brewing, um, has gone out of business. Mm. So these these boutique breweries are really struggling at the moment because of the increased taxes. So they have to pass on the price rises, whereas some of those big companies like your Asahi's who own, or Asahi's bought Carlton um, United who had all the Australian brands and yeah. stuff, they don't pass on the price hikes because they can afford not to because they're so big and so all these little boutique breweries are going out of business which is pretty sad because again if you live in around say Marrickville, Newtown, Camperdown yeah. there's a heap of them heap of them and they're they're the ones that struggle with these tax rises so it's not great for small business it's not great for the individual 
because the price of beer goes up for all of us. And then fuel hikes, like, come on. Are you, are you a craft beer guy? Not particularly. But I, I say if it's a if it's a lager, yeah. yes. I'm not a um, IPA yeah. kind I'm, of guy. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. But one thing I always think about fuel is uh, fair trading. Mm. Where where are they when it comes to fuel prices? So long weekend coming up. Yeah. Wooshka, fuel yeah. goes up. Yeah. Oh, that's the war in Ukraine, is it? Just happens on the long weekends, does it? Yeah. But even if you buy fuel, I think it's like Thursday through Saturday, it's more expensive than if you buy Monday through Wednesday because mm. it's coming into the weekend. Where's fair trading on that? Yeah. yeah. Seriously, that's yeah, some of the things we need to look gouging. at. It is that's price, price gouging. It is price gouging. Or even, all right, grand finals on in uh, Melbourne for the AFL. Yeah. Prices that's of flights right. from Sydney through the roof. Do price th- gouging. Do you think it was the same for hotels and uh, the CBD tonight to see Henry Winkler? <laughs> yeah, for over 50s. RSL clubs have hiked their prices for drinks all across the CBD. Uh, but I've always thought, like, if, if I'm a small business, right, let's say for my gym, uh, in January, more people want to go to the gym yep. because they've done their New Year's resolutions and all that stuff. If I hike my prices for January, mm. people would be complaining and saying it's price gouging. Yeah, and yeah. It would be an issue for, for fair trading, I believe. Like people can't work out in January because they've hiked the prices yeah, everywhere yeah. because people uh, have got New Year's resolutions. I just think that's the things we need to look at for cost of living. Yeah, for sure. If you're going to increase the, the price on fuel, put a cap on it. Mm. All right, the price of fuel is going up, but we're capped it at $2.20 across the year. Yeah. At no time can it go above that. Well, that's the thing, the discrepancy, as you said, between you know a, a random Monday and a, a long weekend. That's where it, that that's where it's madness. Rubbish, 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 rubbish. We're going to solve all the big problems right now. We're going, getting Summer very deep very morning. early. Uh, the Penrith Panthers have got a three-part documentary coming out on Channel Nine. This sounds very cool. Have a listen. Do you think the Panthers 21, 22, 23 team is the greatest NRL team of all time? Well, the 23 season's not over yet, so ask me when it's over. Back-to-back premieres are hunting history as they aim to become the first in the NRL era. To achieve an NRL three-peat. We do themes and, you know, we've been doing that for three years. Yeah, this year was, we want to be undisputed champions. Premierships are really difficult to win. On any given day, anyone can knock you over and you can be out very quickly. This final series is a whole new ball game. There's teams that have gotten a lot better, so we have to be better ourselves. Yeah, for me as a competitor, I want to play the best at their best. Considering the players they've lost, it is incredible they're still there now. I think if Penrith could win three in a row now, I think that'd be the, the greatest achievement that the game has seen. Lewis picked up an injury here. The star 5'8 now racing the clock to be back in time. It was going to be painful, but I was just always positive. The one that you see outside this energetic loudmouth, he comes home completely different. Like just knowing that this is going to be my last time here, it was really emotional. All those memories that I've had, those big moments, um, I wouldn't be there without the blokes inside these four wars. Put all this work in all year, so get out there and have fun with each other. Find that dog in and find that ripless edge, that'll be the difference. The first thought there was, this was a nightmare. Just to ask for a little bit more, must hang in. I love these. Mm. Feed this sort of stuff straight into my veins. They've wheeled Sturlow back out for it. Yep. How good. Hopefully, I mean, the, the toughest thing to overcome in the season for the Panthers was, of course, Jerome Luai's wedding speech. So hopefully that features with Brian Toe's stinky ass. Uh, with a lot of ass talk this morning. Calm down, MC. We're not even to the first ad break yet. But I love these sort of documentaries. A little bit American. Yeah. But making their way now into popular culture here in Australia. And I love them. 
Yeah, and they've touched on the theme. This year, their their theme was carrying around uh, a heavy, or last year was carrying around a heavyweight title belt, a replica belt to say that they're undisputed champions, um, which was... What do you think it would be this year, 2024? Well, I'm not sure because the year before was Top Gun. Uh, they had a Top Gun yeah. theme where they were all um, given monikers from, from Top Gun. And um, it, it was interesting. And they, they went, they kept that all along. Um, usually it was Cameron Serraldo who was in charge of, of the themes. Well, it's worked well with the Bulldogs. Uh, <laughs> what, was, what do you think? <laughs> Let us know what the Bulldogs theme yeah. could be this year. Well, what was it last year? <laughs> on the brink. <laughs> I don't know. What could it be? That's the a good one for the, our listeners. The utility. Remember, you can call us throughout the show, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 We have a Signet Power Bank to give away to the best caller today. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Your calls and texts in just a moment.